Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sex Actually, the podcast. It is your boy, Dave Neal, coming to you all the way from the home studio, a.k.a. my kitchen. Uh, this is actually one of our first solo episodes that I'm actually videotaping. So if anyone's uh, listening and wants to see what the rage is all about, go check me out on YouTube or Facebook. Just search Dave Neal. How's everyone doing? Usually we do these solo episodes. I say we like it's anyone else. Me. Usually I do the solo episodes on Monday, but this Monday we just released the uh, episode 210 with my buddy Channing and his girlfriend Crystal, and we were on the way to a stand-up show. And uh, that was um, that stand-up show was last Friday, so I have to recap that weekend since I have to catch up with you guys. It was a shit show. So basically we did the show Friday night. It was a ton of fun. We had some hecklers in the audience, no big deal. Saturday night, two shows, both of them full of heckles. The second show, the first 12 minutes of my set, I had to deal with a drunk 22-year-old chick in the front row and her three friends Snapchatting her, heckling me. This is my life, everybody. This is what, this is what I set out to do. So, so in good Dave Neal fashion, I just went right in on them. And it felt good, uh, it felt good uh, you know, destroying a girl almost a decade younger than me. I think she lied about her age. She could have been 17. She said she was 22. I'm not checking IDs. I'm not the bouncer. Anyway, she, was, uh, she brought a megaphone into the performance area. Now, it wasn't a com- if it was a comedy club, like she would have been thrown out by the second heckle. I mean, she had one of those In-N-Out burger hats on. You know the In-N-Out hats? Basically like an old-time diner like person would wear these hats. And uh, anyway, she, and, you know, the little white, uh, you know, skinny long hat to keep people's hair out of the burgers, whatever. So so she li- she really was the worst human I've ever seen. The sad part is I think by the time I got her to leave, which was like 11 minutes into my set, I'm pretty sure she thought she was like helping out. So that's what we had to deal with was a crazy. But by the way, I have the audio of that. So I'm going to tack that on to the end of this episode. Um, t- do with it what you want. If he, if it's just a bunch of drunken ridiculousness and you don't want to live through it with me, don't listen to it. But it might be funny to you. See, what happened was I had a koozie on stage. I brought my beer on stage. I usually never do that, but I was doing a long set. So I was like, if I want to be stuck up here for 20 minutes, I want to at least have a drink uh, on stage if I'm going to have to eat shit. So um, I asked the audience what they thought I was holding. I call it a koozie. Some people call it a cozy. It's uh, it's kind of like Kleenex tissue. What What's the difference? You know what I mean? It's um, it's one of those things where is it a brand name? So anyway, I was asking people what they they called it, and one guy said a Sprite, which clearly I was drinking a Bud uh, or Keystone Light because I'm classy. And then this other chick called it a dildo, and I, so so that's so I was like, as soon as I maybe it was my fault for opening the doors to being heckled, but um, I don't think uh, you know you'll see how we dealt with it. It was interesting. I'll bring that up at the end. But anyway, Boone's barking in the background. It's just Boone and Dave here today. Tasha had to go out to work. Uh, boy, Tasha and I, we went out to um, – this is – I don't get it. Listen, I don't get enough credit. I'm boyfriend of the year. I went out to a um, roller derby last night with her, and little did I know it was gay night. Now, nothing at all is wrong with gay night except I wore my gay outfit. So next thing you know, old boy Dave, if he's not skating fast enough, you know, he's getting a um, – a once over by the uh, speed demon behind me. Because let me tell you something, um, and this has nothing to do with any sort of prejudice at all towards um, towards uh, gay people, but they are great at roller derby. 
oh my gosh, they they can skate forward and backwards. They all have nicer asses. That's the thing you have to you have to, the the gay community. I don't know what the um, I don't know what the uh, health organization says about this, but they must be uh, overall in much better shape. Why is that? Why do, why do the gays take better shape of their body? I don't know. Maybe maybe because they're not pieces of shit like us heterosexual men are. But we are unhealthy. So, okay, so speaking of this, unhealthy, I'm recovering from um, – I don't even know how what I would describe my illness as because I, I didn't even WebMD it. I wasn't going to WebMD my illness because I didn't want to find out I had, like, testicular cancer because – um, so I ate a pork burrito and I never, th- I live next to a, bur- if you, if you know me, you know, I live next to a 24 hour burrito shop and that's not fair. Um, if I have a good set, I like to come home and eat one of these burritos or taco or the fajita special. If I have a bad set, I eat twice as much. So either way I'm eating the tacos. It's going to happen. Whatever you want to call it, burrito, fajita, taco, the tortas, the nachos. I don't know. I just order whatever looks good, and then I eat half of it, and then it feels good. So I order more before I'm even done with the first half so that the next batch is ready for me. That's, that's how I do things. So anyway, I did, um, I did that. Uh, so today's, today's Thursday. So I did that uh, Tuesday. No, I did that Monday night. I ordered a pork burrito. It was delicious. And, th- and then I got home. And bat- the Bachelor finale was on, and uh, so I made I made dinner a little, little while after that, and I made a um, and this is just disgusting. I made a I made a, a burger, but then I put um, like six pieces of bacon on it, and then before that was done, I made more bacon, and I'm almost like gagging thinking about it because that sounds delicious, right? That sounds like a normal. I added uh, mushrooms and I put some barbecue sauce, but apparently my stomach couldn't handle all the fat that I was eating between all the pork. And the, I mean, pork and bacon are the same thing, right? So, so anyway, so, so, so Tuesday morning rolls around. I may or may not have had a little nookie. I was, um, you know, uh, gyrating my stomach a little bit and I actually got sick. I didn't vomit or shit my pants or anything, but I was literally out of the count. My body said, no, Dave, no more. You're not eating. Shut the fuck up. And I couldn't eat all day long. So I didn't eat all day long, but guess what? Guess what? Fate would behold me. Tuesday night, I had a stand-up show, which is about an hour, hour and a half commute out of town. I had to go out of Los Angeles into Orange County. And what was it? It was Tuesday. What happens on Tuesday? Taco Tuesday, right? So what am I supposed to do about that? So I decide, look, Dave, you'll go to the stand-up show. I don't even know if I can get through my set without getting, like, cold sweats because for some reason, any physical activity at all. So, like, Tasha drives me to this stand-up show. I'm sleeping in the passenger seat. And then, uh, and then we get there. And, of course, not only is it Taco Tuesday, Dollar Tacos, but they give us the meal coupons. So they give us meal tickets, and they're like, all right, they're good for one beer or two tacos. And I'm thinking, well, first of all, I, w- I studied economics in college. You're better off using the tickets on the beer, which is more expensive, and then just paying the, for the tacos out of hand. So already I'm just doing poor Dave economics, trying to just shovel more shit into my mouth because I was raised with a scarcity principle. And I was, you know, clear your plate, Dave. Always eat your fucking meal, Dave. So I'm a glutton. That's what I am is I'm a glutton. I'm addicted to sugar and tacos. So I ordered Dos Equis. I get two Dos Equis, one for Tasha, one for myself because I'm a gentleman. And the lady's like, and it's a super like, um, uh, this is a bar and grill type of place that the stand-up show's at. It was rednecks. Everyone in the audience 
was what it was just a white audience with no sleeves seriously no sleeves just they ain't I, I'd, I'd like to say probably the worst type of room i've i could perform in because I, I feel like they look at me and they go this fucking queer over here but um anyhow so i go to do the, I, I, I go to get the dosekis and the waitress is like all right since it's free you might as well get the big size so i was normally gonna get the pint so she orders so she gets us the 24 ounces so i'm like ah oh, fuck and then and now I don't even want the 24 ounces, but when I feel like when a waitress upsells you, you just take it, right? Maybe that's just me. I'm guilty. So I get the 24 ounce, and then you still got a tip on the price of the beer, even though they're free, whatever. So I give her a hefty tip for uh, upselling me on some shit I didn't even want. And then we end up getting uh, a bunch of different tacos. Tasha, of course, it's Dollar Taco. It's Taco Tuesday. How, yeah, somehow she turned that into a $15 order. All right, and I know what she's going to say. Oh, I got the fish tacos; they're more expensive. Yeah, you had to complicate dollar tacos and become two fifty beer battered fish tacos. You shouldn't get beer battered fish tacos at a shitty bar and grill. I'm just telling you, we were two hours from the ocean. There's no way these fish tacos are fresh. Anyhow, she gets those. I decide no tacos because I'm a fucking. You know, I'm, I'm going to be strict to this new diet I'm on because I got really sick from eating all this beef. But what happens, guys? I have a set. Does it go well? It was okay. It went okay. I did 15 minutes. It was fine. I got heckled here and there. They were okay. Um, but, of course, after my set, it's still Taco Tuesday. So I ordered two tacos. And, you know, I must have been the last person to order the tacos that night because they gave me, like, a supreme level of ground beef. I mean, a lot. Like, they were, like, whatever was left on the pan that had been soaking in the grease they gave to me. So, do I eat it all? Of course. I'm a monster. So, I eat all the tacos. And then Tasha's like, we, we go to leave there. And, she, and she's like, you know what? Um, we should get a chocolate milkshake because it's good for your stomach. So, I'm like, great. All right. Fine. If it's better for my stomach, sure, we'll get chocolate milkshakes. So, we were going to go to In-N-Out Burger. And then uh, we get to In-N-Out Burger. And what's next to In-N-Out Burger? Sonic. And I don't know about you guys, but I've never been able to turn down a Sonic before. So we go to Sonic. And if, you, if you've never been to Sonic and you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a um, old school diner uh, fast food place where you drive up and there's a little kiosk window at every single parking space. So there's just a line. There's a big like um, uh, horseshoe of parking spaces and they all have a little credit card machine a uh, little uh, thing you're talking to, speaker system, and then the little display. So, you know, we went from getting a nice little $3 uh, milkshake that we were going to split to all of a sudden it's like the, a blast of shakes that Sonic offers. So uh, I don't know about you guys, but I just can't not get it. I, I have an issue. So I get a, um, I get a um, cookie dough. I got like a chocolate brownie cookie dough. Um, like blizzard they always name it after some sort of like storm like i got the nor'easter or some shit like that and, he, and i got a small too i uh, thought i was doing myself a favor i got a small uh should i get should i show you guys what it looks you guys know what it looks like i got there's still one in the free so tasha didn't even dent hers right she had about 10 percent of hers and by the ride home i ate the whole thing i couldn't not eat it so that so then the, that night was the most miserable I've ever been. I couldn't. I was hurting standing up. I was hurting sitting down. Anyway, so my, the lesson I learned is I'm a piece of shit. I had to go the last two days without coffee. This is my first day back having coffee because it's the acid levels. I'm drink, I'm eating tums. I think if you're watching the video, there's tums. Yeah, I got my 
my aunt acid. These I've never had tums in my life. I'm 31. I can't even make it to my 32nd birthday without becoming a 75 year old man. So I'm a piece of shit. I got to start eating healthier. I know. I've, I know. I've said I've been eating healthy, but what I've been doing for the most part is going sugar free, except for the milkshake that I had. That was all sugar and milk um, and cookie dough blast blizzard. But the point is, I'm sweating over here just talking. This is how out of shape I am now. Is that I've tried to be healthy. I'm not as I'm not as strong as my addiction to food, and it is time for me to address that with you folks. So um, I'm trying to get over that. How are you guys doing today? Is everyone doing well? We had some questions. Let's see if I can get to these questions while the Mevo is still on. How does that work? Does it say it's still on? No, it's not. Oh, fuck. It's recording to the SD card. Okay, it's still recording. Good. I'm trying my best to, to videotape these things, but um, I'm using the Mevo camera. It's, it's pretty badass, but um, like, any, like any technology, I still find a way to fuck it up. Um, here's some questions we have from some people. Some people have actually emailed and texted me questions. Am I an asshole for continuing to hook up with someone who has expressed feelings while I know I have zero for him? <laughs> and then, and then she said, don't answer that. I'm an asshole. I love that someone was able to answer their own question within two minutes of asking the question. <laughs> Am I an asshole for continuing to hook up with someone who has expressed feelings while I know I have zero for him? Well, let me ask you this. Why are you hooking up with him if you have zero feelings? Maybe you do have feelings and you're just not like, um, you know, on the, uh, on the trigger as it were to pull, you know, you're not pulling the trigger on those feelings. I mean, you clearly must have an attraction for him, right? Am I an asshole? Don't answer that. I am an asshole. He has, and then she said, he has never stayed the night here. But they have stayed the night together after a B-Day party elsewhere. Wait, who is they? Hold on, I gotta tell who is they? She getting gang banged? I mean is it gang banged? I said hang banged. Gang banged. By the way, is gang banged a term we can still use or is that like um is that offensive to gangs? <laughs> What's the, oh, I can't say anything anymore. Straight white guy. Can't do a thing. What should I just turn gay just so I can say shit now? Go to roller derbies on Wednesday with Tasha. So I went to roller derby, and we went with Arsenic. Do you guys know who Arsenic is, the um, group? Arsenic is a um, blog. It's an Instagram and a Snapchat. And basically, they have a gigantic following, and they just post um, scantily clad photos of women. I mean, I don't mean to say that's all they do. They're, um, they're pretty badass about it, but um, pretty, much, pretty much they are associated with nothing but babes, tons of babes. So... Three years ago, when Tasha and I first started dating, she met with them, and then she started doing photos with them. All, all good and well. I mean, I, I've had some issues with some of the photos because, you know, you see a photo, and it's like Tasha laying down on the beach, and the photo's from above, and you're like, there's a dude, like, straddled on top of you, taking your photo, there's sand everywhere, and it's like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's like, geez, what if I... It's like, what if I had a chick on top of me doing a photo shoot alone on the beach at sunset? It's like, you know, so I've had my issues as a jealous boyfriend. But for the most part, I'll tell you what. I do like the guy that runs Arsenic. He's a super cool guy. They have like a mansion in the valley in the, in the Hollywood Hills. And uh, he's, he's super cool. It's a, it's a good platform. Like you can build a good following from it. And the community is actually pretty cool people. But here's the issue. Whenever I go to these arsenic events, I'm surrounded by about 25 chicks with their tits hanging out. And I know what you're thinking. Dave, that's, uh, that's not fair. Good for you. No. 
Um, and, and, and by all means, I love and respect my girlfriend and I find her to be the most beautiful girl in the world. And I should say that at the beginning of every episode, cause I know if she's listening, she doesn't, you know, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but of course, like, even if she's attracted to me, there's like these photographers that are there that are like good looking guys. It's just interesting. It's like, um, it's like, uh, like, uh, so we're, we're on these roller s- skates or whatever. And, n- and no one, no one, you know, none, no one has our roller skate legs out. No one knows how to move. So we're all kind of like socializing at the little bar area outside the rink. And like, there's chicks that like can't keep their balance. So they're grabbing each other and they're grabbing you. It's, it was quite an event, quite an event. Uh, I'm sure if you look at Arsenic's Snapchat, you'll be able to find that out. But, uh, but anyway, the point is, is that, um, it's an interesting place you have to, as a boyfriend where you can you can socialize with the other ladies but also keep your lady at close reach because god forbid you were to um roll away on your skates as it were uh you might have an angry girlfriend. So um I be, I was a good boyfriend. I went to the pretzel station, loaded us up on pretzels and shitty roller derby pizza and uh, it was a good night. It was fun. Um anyway, I'm trying to wait for this answer on the gangbang to see if this girl got gangbanged or not. Um, I feel like saying gangbanged takes the, um, takes the, uh, consent away from the girl. I mean, if a girl wants to get gangbanged, then she has every right to be, right? So, um, I don't understand when she said he has never stayed the night here, but they have stayed the night together after a birthday party. Maybe it's, um, she lives with another girl. Maybe two guys have been coming. By the way, that's the best case scenario. If two guys, this is a very rare scenario. I call it the dual, uh, the dual salesman here. If two guys can meet two girls and the guys live together and the girls live together and they do little carpool sleepovers, that's the coolest thing in the world. I don't, I don't think that's ever really been a scenario in my life. I can't look back. I don't think that's ever happened where I had a buddy that I live with. I've had it, I've had times when like I'm with I have like a buddy I live with and we'll go to a girl's place and one of us might score, but um it's pretty rare that it happens. Actually in college, my buddy Joel and I, we had a couple girls that would come over, but um Joel got the cute one. So if uh, if those girls are listening, um sorry for the ugly girl that got stuck with me. Um I wasn't as attractive either, so um, so anyway, here's another question we have here. Does this make sense to you guys? Am I mailing it in today? I'm trying to get back into shape. Uh, it's not easy to see, uh, this disease really got me down. This, this pork, uh, burrito disease that I have. Um, let's, uh, here was the next question. Uh, how long is someone out of a relationship before the person they're seeing isn't a rebound? How long is someone out of a relationship before the person they're seeing isn't a rebound? Meaning if my roommate was seeing someone who recently broke up with someone but swears she's not a rebound and she really likes him and is afraid she is the rebound. And then I said, how long has it been, right? It's important to know how long it's been. She said, um, I think he was three months out of a two- or three-year relationship. Okay, so he was in a two let's – assume, let's assume the long, long term, right? So let's assume he was in a three-year relationship. And he was in a three-year relationship – and he got out of it three months ago. Is she a rebound? Quick answer is yes. But that doesn't mean uh, no hope for her. What I would do is look at how his relationship ended. If he was the one to end the relationship, I would say he's not 
um, as desperate for a rebound. But say he got his heart torn apart, then that three months means nothing. I'm sure he spent two months crying and watching reruns in Nashville. Uh, not like I've done that before. Uh, and, yeah, I think – so, yeah, so if it's three months – okay, so it's, if it's three months – should I just call this chick? Let's just call her. I'm going to put her on the – she's not going to like this at all. Um, <laughs> let's see if she answers. She's going to freak out. I'm trying to get all the details. It doesn't make sense. Hey, you're on the podcast. I won't say your name. Okay. Oh, I don't mean to piss you off or anything, but I don't understand any of your questions. And I'm over here um, going back and forth on them. And so I'm, I'm, let's go back to the first one. Your roommate is um, dating a guy who was in a two- to three-year relationship. Right. And now who ended that relationship, the guy or the girl? Yeah, maybe uh, I want to know what the the reboundee feels because if he ended if he ended the relationship, I think that it's okay. But if she dumped him and he was really heartbroken, then it's more of a rebound. Does that make sense? I I do know that he talks about it a lot. Ooh. Yeah, and that he swears that he he says it's just because he has a lot of anger and rage that he has no like romantic feelings at all. Uh, oh. And that, like, Yeah, you want to like sculpt whatever he said to fit your narrative. Well, but what he's saying, what he's saying with his feelings is that he is angry. And anger and in, in, in love and sadness are all the same sort of uh, energy, just like in different ways. Like he doesn't have control over the fact that he loves her still, so he's angry. You're like. Yeah, you're like the roommate who's just wanting wanting to play, you know, to have your you want her to be careful. Yeah, but recently one of my friends, one of my friends was over and she was like when we were talking about it, she's like, Can you give me a mic for her about this? So I I stopped saying that and I'm like, Are you hanging out with so and so tonight? And she's like, Yeah, I'm like, Okay, cool, have fun because you know. Uh so she knows that she knows that you don't approve of it. It's not that I don't approve of it. I mean, listen, you either Now, while I agree, she's, she's like going back and forth on it, and it's really bothering her. Clearly, she knows, but you know, I think that she's probably the case. While I agree with you, do you think you're projecting? Like, have you ever been the rebound before? I was a rebound. I was a rebound to to my own ex girlfriend. Um, she dumped me and then rebounded with me and then <laughs> didn't hook up with me again. Have you ever Have you ever had that happen where like you break up with a guy and then you fuck and then you fuck and then uh and then they don't talk to you again? You're like, ah, oh, what the fuck? No, we broke up, and then, like, a month later, she, like, fucked me, 
And then uh, she, and then she's like, I gotta go. And she took a cab home. And I was like, what the fuck? She like got out of there in a hurry. Oh, yeah. So I understand this guy. Yeah, my own rebound. I understand this guy being like angry. I think it's okay to be angry, but he's got to find somebody else to talk to. Like you got to play it cool. Don't put that shit on the new girl. Yeah. But he lost a lot of friends in the breakup too, which has been a bit tragic for him. So. Jeez, they had all mutual friends. He wants. We should get him a flashlight. Just microwave a flashlight for him. That's all he needs. Um, he needs to warm up a flashlight. You know the little uh, pocket pool, the little uh, flashlights that you fuck. You don't know what a flashlight is? Yeah, I do. I heard that you really put it in the microwave. No, I don't know. I'm sure you probably boil it like you do a baby's bottle. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I have too much experience. I'm like, yeah, you put it on for 40 seconds on medium. Yeah. And then you fuck the shit out of it. No, I don't know. Um, all right, last question. Um, so you're seeing a guy that you have no feelings for? I'm not seeing him. I think he thinks I'm seeing him. I'm not seeing him. Oh, that's such a woman thing. What? That's such a woman thing that he thinks he's seeing you, but you're not seeing him. <laughs> oh, I think it's the opposite usually, isn't it? That girl will be like, I'm dating this guy. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm just hooking up a pair. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's what, like, the, um, that's what, like, Hollywood, like, likes to portray, like, the guy who's, but I think in a lot of instances, guys get attracted just as easily and, um, you know, don't know if a girl's, or just assumes a girl's on board when she's not. So, so how do you know that this guy thinks it's more serious than it is? Because he invited me to a wedding out of town. Oh, he wants to take you on the road. Wow. Mm -hmm. And did, what did you say? I just said no. I said I'm, well, I didn't. I didn't say no. I said I'm not available that weekend. Okay. But what, what, but was it because you didn't want to meet people and do that whole thing? Or was it just too much because you would have to go on the road with him? Well, it's because I'm actively dating around and I don't like him like that. I don't want to. No, I don't want to be his date to a wedding. I just don't. I think it's mean. I would just be leading him on more. Yeah, then there's photos. And I don't know. I mean, people, weddings can be a, such a casual thing. I would say it's either a super casual thing or you're in a relationship. And it seems like you guys are somewhere in the middle. Even though you think it's as casual as it is to you, to him, you know. Yeah, that's the next step. You know, it's probably a good, good choice by you to say you're busy. But what are you going to do moving forward with this guy? Good. Which I know is a total cop out and not. I should just say something, uh, but um, I haven't yet, and I'm going to. It's I'm twenty. To. It's twenty seventeen. You're just gonna push it off like your taxes. That's what we do, right? You just you just get the extended deadline, and you're gonna ignore it until uh, until he calls you out, right? That's what we do. That's society. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks, but how do you wait? First of all, how, why are you even seeing him if you have no feelings at all? You must be attracted to him or something. Yeah, I mean, I was at first. I met him like a year ago on a dating app. 
Which one? Couple. I've only ever been on Tinder and Bumble. Oh, Bumble, you said. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So, one of those. Uh, and it was great. Like, we dated, I guess, for a while, but I never, like, wanted to be exclusive or, like, was super into him. And then I, like, let it go and then was dating someone else. And then when that ended, I, I'm airing a lot of dirty laundry right now. When that ended, when the other thing ended, I called him. So, he was your rebound. Oh, good. We're a full circle on this. It takes a rebound to know a rebound. A lot of rebounds have. We're all we're, we're all rebounds in society, right? We're all a rebound. We're bouncing off each other. We're yeah, we're yeah. But that's all we're doing is just trying. We just want to feel that love and warmth we had when we were in our mother's womb. That's all it is. That's all we're searching for. That protection. So anyway, look, I need uh, details. Find out. Um, well, it sounds like your sounds like your roommate's boyfriend got dumped. So I want to hear how this goes. So keep me updated with the progression. And um, and uh, and I'll, I'll t- I, I, we need a code name for you. Let's call you Samantha. Okay. Okay, Samantha. But by the way, my roommate's sister just got engaged, and they're going dress shopping next week, and he's going with them dress shopping. Whoa. Oh, so he's. Well, he's just, he just, yeah, he just needs a home. He's just like a fucking stray dog. Guys don't go dress shopping. It's just weird. Oh, he's like, he's like put himself in the friend zone and he's also the, he's a friend zone and the rebound all wrapped into one. This is nice. Um, it sounds like he's a kind of extending too much of an arm out and um, he's going to expose himself because this is probably his last relationship. He had no friends afterwards. By the way, I'm totally turning on this guy. But if he had, if he lost all of his friends in his previous relationship, it's because he probably had no identity of his own. That's probably he's probably super codependent. Yeah, like take a stand. If they have to go dress shopping, and say they're going dress shopping in Burbank, be like, all right, I'm gonna go meet up with some friends. We're gonna go drink some beers. Maybe when you're done shopping, we can meet up. I mean, make it a little bit about yourself. Have a little identity. I don't know. Anyway, this. I have a lot of judgment towards him that I need to just not have. So. Well, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Keep a close eye on him. Keep taking notes and report back to us because I want to hear how this dude goes now that he's a bridesmaid in his girlfriend's uh, sister's wedding. Dude, bridesmaids. That's the that's the uh, non-gender life I'm talking about. Dude, bridesmaids. You know they don't have homecoming king and queen anymore. They just call them the royals. Fuck this. That's what they're. That's what they're starting to do. It's like non-gender. You can be two royals, and they can be two women, or a transitioning person. It's just like, sure, whatever, fine, fucking royals. Sure, let's just cut off our balls and rebound each other. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna let you go and wrap this episode up. But um, thanks for um, thanks for uh, talking to me here, Samantha. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Good friend of the podcast. I know she listens and she's had some uh, questions, as we all do. And hey, I'm not saying I've got the answers. I'm just saying uh, we all uh, we're all searching. We're all searching for that love, that warmth we felt as um, you know as uh, <laughs> as uh, embryos in our mother's womb. That's right. We just want to be loved here. Let's ask. Let's ask, answer a question. What do guys think about cock rings? As the more adventurous type in our relationship, I am the one always on the look for new things to try, and my significant other is usually game, as long as it sounds fun. Yesterday, I was browsing uh, the sex Reddit, 
reading about sex toys, and it hit me that cock rings might be fun. I did some research and read options, uh, read opinions, but didn't find them very helpful. What I did find out is that the silicone ones are for me. No metal or leather things for now. I was thinking a vibrating option might be nice, so it will stimulate her as well. Uh, what do you guys think? Have you tried one? How was it? Vibrating or non-vibrating? Also, what about the one that Durex sells? It seems like a nice, cheap way to get a feeling about the thing. That's actually, you know what? I've considered a, um, a, a cock ring as well. For some reason, there's a weird connotation like with them because um, I, don't, I don't know, because maybe a lot of heterosexual couples don't use them. I don't know. Is anyone listening uh, use a cock ring? Uh, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Is that a thing that's happening? Um, Let's see. Someone said, I tried a cheap one years ago. didn't do much for me and my boyfriend at the time. It was just fun because it's a little kinky. You can get them really cheap, so I reckon just get one and give it a try and invest in a better one if you guys end up enjoying yourselves. Yeah, I would only say this. I've heard of horror stories where people put a cock ring on and then it gets stuck. Because what it does, and I don't mean to sound gross or crude or anything, but basically um, the blood that travels to the tip of your dick is in the center of the shaft. And the blood that circulates back from the vein is on the outside of the, of the shaft. So the cock ring pretty much stops the blood from leaving your dick, but still lets blood pump into your dick. So as soon as, does that make sense to people? So as soon as you put the cock ring on, it's actually making your dick a lot harder. Like, um, I, I, <laughs> I was in a gay strip club once. Um, with my buddy Darren, uh, it was that we were there for a work event, which is super weird. Uh, but I'm okay admitting it. And, um, and the dudes go-go dancers and like, look, I don't care if you're gay, straight, mixed, halfway there transitioning. I don't care if you're a, a Royal King or queen rebound. doesn't matter. If you go to a gay strip club, you're going to look at the dude's cocks. I'm sorry. I'm not studying them like I'm, uh, you know, uh, Leonardo da Vinci trying to sketch out a, you know, I'm just saying you look at the dude's cock, you measure it up. It's all a war zone. We're comparing ourselves to each other and we're all, we're all in tribal competition. And I'm telling you, you look at these guys' cocks and you go, holy shit. But what, what you notice is that they all, they have cock rings on. So they're keeping their dick hard even because normally if you're going to be dancing and moving around, I don't care how, uh, how easy you think you can get yourself turned on, chances are if you're going to be wiggling and moving, you're not in sex mode. You're going to have a little like uh, light switch for a dick. But these guys were hung like fucking mongoose, a bunch of anteaters hanging out. And um, I don't know, mongoose, is that a thing hung like a mongoose? I don't know. Do, do they have big dicks? Hung like a whale, like a whale's, like a bull's dick. They had a bunch of bull's dicks hanging out. And um, I was like, oh, that's interesting. The funny part of that story, uh, the strip club we went to, is that um, we, the reason, the, the actual reason we went is um, I was like 22 at the time. Some of the girls that we were with on our work trip, we were in San Antonio. Some of the girls we were with weren't 21, or maybe they didn't have their ID. So we couldn't get into the 21 plus bar. So the only place we could get into is the 18 plus gay strip club. And my buddy had decided that since we were in Texas, he was going to wear a cowboy hat. And he already had a pink polo on because this is about nine years ago. And I think pink polos were in back then. So so he went into this strip club, this gay strip club, with a pink polo and the gayest uh, cowboy hat on. And he comes from a Mormon family, which was so funny because, uh, you know, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is that I don't think any guys actually hit on us. I feel like they just knew, like, we, we weren't gay. Or maybe, maybe they thought we were together. I don't know. But the night ended with us on one of those elevated stages 
and um, with our shirts off. So the good part about gay, gay clubs is that you can just take your shirt off. I've never been more free in my life than in a gay club. I really haven't, and I've never been violated. I'm, I'm probably not attractive enough to them. I'm eating too many pork burritos, so they don't, um, they don't want me. Should, let's do one more question here. You guys having fun today for this Friday? Uh, for, I hate the term freeform, but this is as about freeform as you get. I didn't know we were going to talk to Samantha. I didn't know that we were going to do a question about cock rings. Um, I want to tell this guy about my sexual dreams about him. Oh, that's interesting. I'm a woman in my late 20s. I went on a date with this guy about five years ago, and we weren't compatible. We wanted to have casual sex anyways because we were very physically attracted to one another. That's called compatible. I don't get what the issue is. Uh, we tried to get together several times, but we never hooked up. Uh, we sent naughty texts, photos, all that. Difficult because he moved two hours away. He still pops up in the phone every couple of years asking to meet with me, telling me how sexy he finds me. Every so often, I have this dream about him. In the dream, I'm desperately trying to get him to come to me and fuck me, but he won't. I'm so frustrated. Sometimes when I get frustrated in my dreams, ladies, tell me if this happens to you too. I have an intense orgasm in my sleep that wakes me up. So at the end of this dream with him, I had an orgasm. I want to tell him all about it, but we haven't really spoken in like a year or two. I don't want anything to come of it. I just want him to know for some reason, dot, dot, dot. I guess because he's flaked on me so many times, but still tries to get me after all these years. I want to tease him and make him feel frustrated for once. Look, I don't know if he'll feel frustrated if you tell him you had an orgasm to him in your dreams, but I also, if you want to take ego out of the equation, just tell him. Because it's your ego that's saying, oh, he's flaked on me. I don't want him to know that he made me come without even trying. Let him know that you came to the idea of him, but because, but the reason you came is because you didn't really know what you were getting. I don't, does that make sense? You, just tell him you came. Doesn't have to be rocket science. You came to the guy. And then see what he says. But for you to say that you don't actually want to see him sounds like the biggest load of bullshit in the world. Of course you want to see him. And by the way, two hours away is nothing. You're two hours away from him. Just go do something about it. Go over there. Tell him, say, hey, I'm going to be around. I, uh, I mean, I'm going to be in your neighborhood for work. Just make it up. It's bullshit. And then, um, you know, I don't know. I'm going uh, to stop on by and we're going to fuck. Let's, uh, let's just do it. Let's get, hey, let's have a rodeo. You're in your late 20s. But by the way, I bet you it's not going to be, a, I know for a fact it's not going to be as good as it felt to you in your, um, in your dream. I mean, it just never is. Sex, there's a thing about sex, and I just, it's never as good as the lead up to sex. Am I right? It's, I mean, coming, you know, it's all great, but is, is it ever as good as the thought of it? Is anything else, is anything else like that, like cake? Or here, take this, uh, Sonic Milkshake. Is the Sonic Milkshake as good as the lead-up to the Sonic Milkshake? And if the answer is no, I just wonder, what is it about our own thoughts and the drugs and chemicals we release that makes us want that thing so bad? Of course, it's, it's, um, of course it's, it, it's in our gene pool. Like We, 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 we obviously want... Um, to procreate it's uh you know we're dependent on that so the idea of fucking is just like whatever our bodies have to do to tell us to procreate they'll do so they release just floods of dopamine and adrenaline and fucking pre-cum and cock rings are being sold all these things just because 
we want it so bad. But has anyone ever had sex? I was like, oh, that was better than what I thought it would. I mean, yeah, okay, sometimes you just don't expect great sex, and it's great. I get that. But I think in general, the lead up and the hype is the thing that has caused men to go to wars, not the actual pussy. I think it's the lead up to that pussy that causes men to, you know, build a Sistine Chapel or uh, the Great Wall of China or the Great Wall that separates Canada from the U.S. that they're going to build after two years of Trump in office. I don't know, Trudeau. I don't know, Trudeau. Is anyone with me anymore? Is this genius or does this make no sense at all? Uh, you know what? You know, we like to switch it up. We do group episodes with other comedians. We do ones with Tasha and Dave. And then sometimes your boy Dave just likes to turn the switch on and see what we can do. So is this dog shit? Is it fun? Let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Um, what am I at? I'm at to 40 minutes here. I'm going to play. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get out of here. And I'm going to play. If you're still stuck in traffic and you're like, oh, Dave, give me 15 more minutes. Well, guess what? I'm going to play the audio from the girl who heckled me. And just so you know, if I sound like I'm being mean to her, she ruined the set of three comics before me. It was a full room of very aggressively drunk hecklers. And it was a type of, it was basically a dog fight. It was me throwing swings at her. She had a fucking megaphone she brought into the show. So at one point you'll hear her louder and that's because she actually spoke into a megaphone and i i had fun with them i just i was as mean to them as i could be to get them to leave the room and then i finished my set let me know what you guys think this is the uh friday casual friday episode of the sex actually podcast i hope you guys have a great weekend if you have extra time today and you haven't done this already please uh send us a review of sex actually on itunes if you use any other account, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, write a review on those accounts, um, copy and paste the link, and share it with your friends. I love it. So, I, I mean, I appreciate it so much when you guys do this. So many people have. It's just a matter of getting everybody who listens on board to keep on sharing it because we have to grow this thing. You know, we actually have triple the following that we had from a year ago, but we need to take this thing to the stars. I need more. Uh, we have a, a couple in, the, in Orange County that listens, and I think it's just amazing. Um, Jessica, right? She said, um, let's see what she said. Um, she says, I've, I'm an Android user, so I haven't had the chance to review yet. You can review on uh, different devices. Uh, she, she said, but she'll download iTunes and send five stars your way. And um, she, uh, uh, what did she say about listening? My husband and I love your podcast. I think that's amazing that you both listen. Um, only married two years. I love the dynamic you two have, especially when you call her out on her girl stuff. But the key that I found in my marriage is to have a very uh, a partnership mindset when you run into problems. Don't be blamey on each other for the little things. It's amusing when you guys squabble over them, though. So when are you proposing? <laughs> uh, Tasha, did you tell this girl, Jessica, to ask me when I'm proposing? Um, we're actually celebrating our uh, three-year anniversary this week. Um, so pr- no proposals in the, in the, um, in the uh, pipeline, uh, but we're getting our shit together. And, and you know, everything's got, different, uh, got a different timeline. We're getting our shit together. Here, here I am uh, kind of stalling even on the episode here to, to explain why we haven't yet. Um, you know, I've never preached uh, specific uh, timelines. Everyone's on their own. And Tasha and I, we learn something new about each other every day. I'll tell you this. We fight in a way more fair way now. We try to hear each other, and we try to remind each other that we're on the same team. I told her the next time we have a fight, we're going to have to get um, team uniforms. Tasha and Dave, ta-da, T-A-D-A, ta-da. We'll, get, we'll put on our team uniforms, and then we'll fight like we're part of the same team, like we want to win the same war together. And that's the key is we, we, you know, and it's good to remember this with friends and family, like the girl who called, like the girl who I called uh, earlier, Samantha, she wants her roommate 
to be protected. She doesn't want her roommate to be exposed as the rebound. So we want, we do want each other's uh, happiness. Sometimes we show it in the wrong way. Sometimes we um, we uh, we're o- almost more f- we lead we we lead with fear rather than open open um, an open heart of love. And um, and in the end, we just have to remind each other that our friends are our friends, our lovers are our lovers, and we've chosen each other for this world, this uh, journey that we're on. And they mean well. And um, sometimes when someone means well, they don't come off that way. And that's fine, too. But let's remember to put our egos aside and love the ones that we love. And um, remember that every day is fleeting. Things come and go. And um, all we can do is let everybody in our life know how awesome they are to us. You guys are awesome to me. Thank you guys so much for listening. And um, if after the uh, bump, I'll play the outro music. I'm going to play the uh, set that I had the other night. The audio is not great, so if it doesn't work uh, on your device, uh, just leave it where it is. But if you want to listen to an out-of-context heckle, have fun. Bye, everybody.
everything's different for her. Like, for someone else, these are couples. For her, it's just a quick shit before she shows up her ass. What are you, who are you texting? Do you have a deadline tonight? What are you doing? This is Sophia. Are you, so, this is Sophia. Are you going to shove her up your ass, too? She's yeah. like the Noah's Ark of shit she can shove up her ass. Give me a Sophia in an out burger in your fucking Keystone Nights. I've never done three minutes on time about shit and shove up somebody's ass. The worst part about this is that I brought you guys into this fucking room. This is all my fault. Oh my gosh. You forgive me? Good. I'm glad you forgive me. Good. Where are you from? Iran. I was born in Iran. Iran. Good. Nice. We made it in time, though. Shut up! Boy, this is the first time I've been on track with Trump's fucking anti-Americans. Where was Trump 90 seconds ago before I got on stage? You have an in and out hat on. I wish it was more just out. I wish it was outside the fucking Do I want it? No, I want to fucking leave. No, I'm kidding. You're fine. All right. This is 2017, where a white guy on stage just perverts an Iranian chick in the front row. <laughs> so who? So who's from Iran? Your parents? Yeah. And then they moved. And then they moved to where? California. Well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> so they moved to California, and then they had you. No, 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 no. I was born in Iran, and then they had me. So they smuggled you here? No, I, I'm... Sophia legal. doesn't even know what's going on. I'm legal! I'm By the way, Sophia, get more comfortable, please. Wait, no, please, I'm legal. I'm illegal, You're legal for what? Yeah, yeah it's not like I'm legal. I'm legal. Like, it's not like I legally... I'm not trying to fuck you. <laughs> I'm legal. I'm legal. Yeah, I'm a stand. My phone's shot. I don't even know what you just said. Right. <laughs> I don't understand Iranian language. So you guys all understood the mumble jumble that just came out of your mouth. I don't give a shit. I speak I, English. This is staying up in America. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I was like a She went from Iranian to Cholo. Oh my god. Yo, Mosso, what are you doing on stage? She wasn't ready. She wasn't Shut ready. Up. She was ready when she wanted to jam this up for her pussy. What <laughs> Oh, did I take it too far? You guys were talking to me. I understand what I was going to do. We can't... I was going to talk about my girlfriend on stage. What are you Snapchatting me for? Trust me, it's not going to be fun. She likes to you. She gets your heart. That's fine. Suck my dick after the show. <laughs> <laughs> it won't even oh, I'm in 90 oh, seconds. By the way, you guys aren't getting late tonight. Just heckling from the fourth oh, row. Right? Let me do my work. I paid off my college loans and I'll fuck these chicks in the ass. Right? <laughs> I'm not a dirty comic. You guys are just making it easy. If you're gonna Snapchat, shut the fucking volume off so I hear. Eli! Stop doing it. Eli! Alright, alright. Eli! This is gonna happen. You guys are having fun? I'm gonna do some real jokes, so shut the fuck up. Alright, alright. Alright, give up your next comedian, Dave Neal. <laughs> Iranians who show shit up their ass. <laughs> uh, I'll laugh at whatever fucking jokes I want. I bought the beer. <laughs> Who's new? Who just came in? This bitch. This bitch right here. Come on, sit in the front row. Sit in that blue tape thing. Did you see? Boy, this is going horrible for me right now. Who's entertained? 
Hi, Dad. 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 Hi, Shut the fuck up. I know you want me to go rogue and tell everyone that I've already been, I've already told her to jam everything she could up her ass. What am I supposed to do? Do you like shit jammed up here? First of all, can we not all be on our phones? I'm sorry. Look, the show's 40 minutes long. Can we just enjoy it? Microphone up your ass and just go acapella for the rest of my life. How's that for like rap? Fucking acapella, just drop the mic, shove it up her fucking ass, tie the thing around her throat. Oh, yeah. I like that. I know you like it. Your parents are from Iran. No one likes you. Somebody fuck this chick and let me do my sense. Look, it's not world star hip hop. Are you guys fucking insane? I'm in my 30s, I know, it's hard to tell, my voice cracks, right? I'm 31, I'm turning 32. I try, to be, I try to be a good influence to you guys. But I need y'all to shut the fuck up and get off your phones before I'm going to finish my set. I'll, I'll be out. Do you guys want to go home? Is your driver here? No. No. Then what are you fucking asking her for? I have, look how big my ears are. I can hear everything. It's covered with the hair, I can still hear it. Sophia is fucking talking to nobody over here. What are you talking to? What is the matter with you? I'm a professional. I can't battle this. No, you're not sorry. She's fucking Snapchatting my meltdown on you. I hope you, I hope you throw that in and out hat up your ass and get a paper cut and then get herpes from sitting on that chair that Eli or whoever the fuck touched. And I hope that it follows you for life. How about that? I swear you like my physics. That's a lot. I look like your physics teacher? Well, you want some laws of momentum? An object that shuts the fuck up has a good show! Newton's law number two! You look like my physics professor. Can you talk during class, you motherfucking... I was going to call you a cunt. I didn't call you a cunt. Oh, thank you. I stopped myself. This is going in my story. Can you imagine the credit of my life? How was March? I don't know. I went in some bitch's Snapchat story. Great. Oh, you guys, honestly, I feel really bad for you. How do you think I feel about my phone? You're on your phone, too. All right, all right, you're not on your phone, then give it to this guy. Everyone yeah. give your phone to this guy right now. Hey, 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 hey. Round of applause. Can they give their phones to this guy? And you have a phone to this guy? Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I'll tell you what to do. Go in for everybody else. Because you're not the center of attention. I don't care where you are. Me and parents think I'm the fucking guy with the microphone. And you're in my set. You're not sorry, Sophia. You're not. I don't give a fuck who your hands are. It's not memorable. Everyone else came to meet it. Be quiet. Thank you. You want to fuck? Girl with the choker? I can grab on it from my window. What are you doing, Dan? I'm curious how much porn you want. Dan, we for brunch.
Oh, yeah. I love that the guy I work with is here. He's like, oh, you had a fun time Saturday night, didn't you, Dave? Look, you guys ruined my time. What do I have left? Two minutes. I have ten minutes left. Great. All right. Oh, where are you guys going? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bye. Hey, do me a favor and just run straight across the street and go up my sideways. Look, hey, I can't even hate them. I like I like drunk chairs. I do. It's fun. It's just no, please, play in traffic, alright? I'm trying to be a good influence to younger people and um, I'm trying like I because I had older guys help me out. Like when I was in college I learned sex advice. You guys ever learned sex advice from older friends? I had, a, I had a buddy who would teach me. I met a girl in my dorm, right? And I was excited. I was like, I got a girl in my dorm. My buddy goes, Don't shit where you eat. That's all he told me. He was like a Friday Confucius. You know what I mean? He was like, Don't shit where you eat, but never get Indian food too far from home. I was like, It's fucking wise. I'll shit your pants. He told me safe sex. He was like, When in doubt, pull out. Don't be a dummy. Come on her tummy. Be a champ, bust on her face. I was like, That didn't rhyme. I learned safe sex from my buddy Friday Confucius, and then I saw him recently, now that I'm older. He goes, yo, man, don't do that big anymore. I just knocked a girl up. And I'm at that age where I was like, congratulations? I don't know. <laughs> I asked him that one question, he asked friends. I was like, what are you going to do with it? He goes, we're going to have it taken care of. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we got the Gerber Life Care plan. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, for pennies a day. I was like, no, I don't know how it works. I was like, what about all that went and down, pull out bullshit? He goes, I must have been a wussy. I finished dinner. I was like, all right. Speaking <laughs> of pussies, give it up for the chick who just left. All right. <laughs> all right, I like you guys. It's fine. Bye. Good night. Sophia. Oh, come on. This guy was trying to court you all night. Take the megaphone. She can look her ass for what she wants. Oh, jeez. No, that was fun. That was a workout. It was good. I liked it for like nine seconds, and then it got old. All right. I, um, who's, anyone in a relationship, round of applause? Yeah, my boyfriend. Yeah, your boyfriend's here, good. I hope he fucks you hard tonight. So I hope he <laughs> in the ass. And I hope that you guys have to go to court after he rapes you. And I go, hey, he said he was his boyfriend. I don't know. Will somebody fuck this guy in the mouth just to shut him up, please? I thought we got rid of all the bitches tonight. And I hear him like, oh, I'm here. Are you from Iran too? Ran the fuck out of our show, please. Trying to do jokes. Um... Let me ask you guys this. I don't know this is from New England. Do you guys have this game? We used to play this when I grew up. Do you have the game Smear the Queer? No. No? <laughs> you get it? You just tackle the guy that's smaller than you. That's how it works. Does anyone, let me ask you this. Does anyone remember the game The Penis Game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Penis. Oh, <laughs> I playing. I can't tell if you're playing the penis, penis. game or you're just doing blind Tinder. You're like, penis! <laughs> penis, anybody? If you don't know penis, how the, how the penis game works is one guy says penis. And then the next guy says it louder, and he goes back and forth until someone gets kicked out of the science fair. Here. That's how it works. <laughs> I was never good enough to win. I never had the balls to win. The guy who wins is a person that just has nothing to lose in life, right? You're like coughing, you're like, Bees! and then he just shows up out of nowhere like, Penis! <laughs> he's got Jayco jeans on, so he shows up like he's a hot topic employee on cell phone. It's a lot of movement, not to get response when he goes. <laughs> Alright. You guys are interesting. Dating a girl. Oh, I'll tell you about my girlfriend, alright? Dating a model. Yeah! I don't like to brag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question because after three years, not so much. <laughs> 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 
Today, Miles, she's an international mile. She's she actually this is this is a true story. Bianca, this is true. Today she found out that some a webcam girl is using her photos on a Tinder. So so porn is using my chick to advertise. I think that's a fucking good deal. I get to fuck for once in a while the chick that the porn company. What's her name? Tasha Courtney. I listen to the rest of the set and oh, masturbate to her afterwards. You can be like every other dude on her Instagram and comment below. Some dude, you're like the dude who left her. Some dude, she posted a photo like, covering her tits and some guy goes, I would drag my balls through shards of glass just to fuck you through a fuck walkie-talkie. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You want to get a model, you got to be stand up and bomb in front of a bunch of 17-year-olds. That's what you have to do. Here's what happened, though. She posted a photo of us on Instagram on Valentine's Day. Throwback. She, throwback. she posted a throwback photo. I looked fucking good. I was like, hey, babe, I look fucking good in this photo. You're lucky to be with me. And then she goes, I photoshopped your belly. <laughs> That's fucked up. I, she's so far out of my league, she had to photoshop me up to her level. Like, that's not fair. If I ever posted a photo with her and, like, altered her, she's like, hey, but I look good. What'd you do? I don't know. I made your tits bigger. You can't do that. See? You don't like that. Oh. You, you, you felt bad for my girlfriend in a joke where she photoshopped me. That's how unlikable I am on stage. She's like, you felt bad for my girlfriend. She literally took web classes to learn how to decrease my belly size. Like, I'm an Irish Catholic. You want me to get skinnier, you post that photo, you tag Weight Watchers, you watch me suffer. Like, that's how it works. Photoshopped me. My girlfriend uses technology whenever we fight. She uses technology to win fights. We were arguing in the car. She goes, babe, I don't want to argue anymore. Pull over. I'm taking an Uber home. That's not fair. Back in the day, it was my way or the highway. It made sense. It rhymed. Right? Now it's my way or in several minutes you get into a nicer vehicle with an unemployed male model. Fuck that. I wouldn't let her out of the car in a million years. Except I'm a poor comedian. I'm also an Uber driver. Yeah. So I got out of the car, I signed on to driver mode, <laughs> 90 seconds later, Rides here, bitch! It's funny because it's true. She's like, I'm not getting into that vehicle, I charged the $5 dollar late fee. Venus! <laughs> Slept alone that night, do I fuck my girlfriend? Answer, no. Okay. Like her photos on Instagram. Okay. No, it's alright, this is what happens. You find a girl you love, you stop fucking her, and then you go on her friend's Snapchats, and you masturbate and shower. That's how it works. <laughs> I was literally fucking, guys, first of all, guys, right? Do you jack off to girls' Snapchats or not? Come on, be honest. No. Yeah. <laughs> 90% said no. I'm a creep. Good night. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to masturbate my friend, my chick's friends with all these models, so I'm trying to whack off to her friends, and then... And then she, her story comes on, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Love that shit. The next thing you know, I'm whacking off to her friend, but she did like the Aunt Orphan Annie face swap. So the next thing you know, tugging to a nine-year-old. <laughs> Blew a load on a giraffe. <laughs> See you laughing. You guys masturbated to a giraffe once and you did. Am I in a bestiality? Not until I come on a basset hound face. I don't know. Yeah, you need a phone case for that. <laughs> what are we even talking about? What do we got, Bianca? Should I get out of here? One minute. One minute. Oh, okay. one minute. No, no, thank you so much. I have one minute left. I'm not paying for more stage time. Um, you guys are going to First of all, get up for you guys for being fun. Awesome. Yeah.
I fucked with them. I'm like, what can you do? You know what I mean? You get what you pay for. They came in, they fucked it up, and they left. That's about every relationship I've been in. That's fine. <laughs> My last girlfriend ghosted on me. Has anyone been ghosted before? Come on, guys, right? <laughs> They're not laughing. They're ghosted on so let's see that I know ghosting when you meet a girl, you have sex, and then she leaves you for a DJ named Trent. That's what ghosting is. <laughs> I got ghosted on. Here, t- all right, let me give you guys a little Brother Teresa advice, something you take home with you guys. If you get ghosted on, you have to keep on messaging the girl, but at decreasing levels of technology. Just make her feel bad. Send her a text, no response. Email, no response. Slide her a fax. Look it up. It's a thing. <laughs> I found out while I was getting ghosted on, while they do this visual, my dick can't follow my hair. I have rock star hair, lead guitar hair, bass player dick. That's <laughs> You need your own guitar? Five, six, seven, eight! Get her to bed. <laughs> 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 I'm 